0: There's only one thing wrong with the Toronto real estate market. Find out what that is on today's episode. Welcome to the True True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur. The place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. And welcome back to the show. Thanks for tuning in today. So the stats are in for the month of May Toronto Real Estate Board. They just came out a couple of days ago and I have had a chance to look at them. And digest them and check out what is happening in the market. So I wanted to come at you as I often do on a monthly basis and share some of my thoughts, what I'm seeing in the market as a whole, and specifically, of course, in the downtown Toronto condo market, which is what I'm going to be, what I track most closely and what I'm most interested in as a condo investor and as somebody who helps people invest in condos. The downtown condo market is really the, um, the litmus test for the overall condo market and that's where the bulk of our investing is going to be as condo investors is downtown. So, we're always tracking that very closely and I've been tracking the downtown condo market closely on a monthly basis for you know, over 10 years now. I've got uh, I've got a great spreadsheet going back uh let me just pull it up here going back to 2003 till today. I've got all the the numbers for the downtown condo market. So been looking at this market for a very long time, feel very comfortable talking about it and hopefully you get some value out of the uh insights that I'm going to share with you today. So um let's talk some numbers. So overall the entire GTA uh again, if you're not familiar, the, the most important statistic I always look at is the sales to listing ratio. This is the number of sales in a given month divided by the over, the number of active or available listings in a given month. And that is going to give you the best... That's the one stat that, in my opinion, is going to give you the best um, take on the market. It's going to give you the temperature of the market, how hot or cold things are. And it's going to give you the direction of the market. Are things moving likely to move in an upward direction? Are things likely to move in a downward direction? Are things likely going to remain the same? So... Um, when you are looking at the market, if, if that number is below, uh, below 20%, then that is a, likely that is a cold market, that is a buyer's market, that is a market that is likely to um, not move up, potentially could move down. If you're between about 20% and around 45, 50%, that is a pretty balanced market and it's likely to kind of stay flat. Um, or move up only slightly. And if you are above 50%, that is a seller's market and prices are likely to move up. And the higher above 50% that you are, the more likely prices are going to go up and the, the the faster rate, which prices are likely going to go up. So to give you some, some perspective, um, the Toronto market overall has been pretty much in seller's market territory for most of the last decade. Um, Seller's market is sort of a normal place for the Toronto real estate market to be overall over over a long period of time. Specifically looking at the downtown condo market, historically over the last 10-15 years, it's usually been a more balanced market. Um... The number has usually been downtown around 30 to 35%. That's been sort of the typical average over the last 10, 15 years, 30, 35% sales to listing. But of course, since about 2016, that has all changed and, and it's, sell, it's been a strong seller's market. The number has been well above 50%, strongly in seller's market territory um, for most of the last two years. And as a result, we've seen prices rise dramatically. So, with that context being laid, let's talk about some numbers. Across the GTA, all property types, you're looking at 37% sales to listing ratio for the month of May. 37%, that puts us in a, uh, definitely in a balanced market territory. It's getting a bit on the higher side of balance, so um, overall, the market is balanced, is fine. Um, Prices are likely, directionally, you would say they're probably going to be moving up slightly Uh, from where they are, but not nothing crazy. And there's certainly prices are not overall moving down. That's for sure. Um, Looking, breaking it down by region. Peel region is a little bit higher than the overall average at 45%. York region, quite a bit lower. York region still struggling. Uh, The weak spot in the market still is York region. The Markham, Markham, Richmond Hill sort of area, 19%, 19%. So still a buyer's market in York region overall. Uh Durham region east side of the city 38%, so pretty much right in line with the overall market. And we'll finish with Toronto. City of Toronto is at 53% sales to listing. So definitely a seller's market in Toronto. And again, we've we've seen this story for the last 6 months or so, maybe even a year where Toronto it continues to outperform Uh, the 905 regions and that's been pretty normal most of the time over the last 10-15 years that that is the case where um, Toronto is going to be in a seller's market and and other areas may not be or Toronto is a strong seller's market where other areas are maybe a weak seller's market that's normal. Breaking it down looking at condos specifically condos overall across the entire GTA 59% sales to listing ratio so overall looking at condos anywhere in the GTA, strong sellers market, prices are still moving up quickly. Um, looking at Peel region, Peel region continue to, su- to surprise me, um, sitting at 63%. So again, if you're looking at buying in Mississauga, uh, area, then, um, it's, it's not a bad time at all to buy a condo. Um, prices are, are rising and it's, it's a good time to get in. You're likely going to Pay more for your condo tomorrow than you're paying for it today. If you're buying in, in Peel Region, York Region, remember we said York Region overall is 19% buyer's market. Interesting, the condo market is sitting at 32%. So it's a balanced market there in terms of condos. That's good to see. Um, city of Toronto for condos, the city of the entire city of Toronto is sitting at 68%. 68% a strong very strong seller's market territory. And finishing off with the downtown market specifically, just downtown Toronto, we're sitting at an incredible 76%. Now I'll just make a quick note that earlier this week, I tweeted out that the sales soliciting ratio for downtown was 88%. That was incorrect. The number is actually 76%. I did my math wrong there. I don't know exactly what I did. I checked the numbers on my iPhone and Well, I screwed up. I apologize for that. For those of you who saw that tweet, a lot of people uh, retweeted it and so on. Nevertheless, 76%, 88%, not really a big difference in the story. That is that the downtown condo market is, as I said in my tweet, a raging hot fire of hotness or something like that. (laughs) Um, It's it's extremely hot. It's 76% is just off the charts. Again, historically, you're looking at 30 to 35% is what we're sort of used to for downtown condos. You know, if you get, if you got the odd month, you know, most of the last 10 years, if, if, the, if you'd see a month where it was 45, 50%, you'd say to yourself, condo market is going crazy. We're way, way, way past that. We're not at the crazy highs of like a hundred percent, 110% where we hit, uh, at some points early last year, but still very much entrenched in a strong seller's market downtown at 76%. Um, looking at sales, I mean, sales are down. Sales are, are definitely down for, for condos, uh, month of May, downtown 655 sales this year versus last year. Um, last year, 801 sales the year before 2016, 818 sales. So, uh, 2016, 2017 when the market was at at its, you know, highest point. Um, The sales numbers were higher. Obviously, prices were much, much lower in 2016 and 2017 uh, than they are today. So when prices are rising so much, then obviously that's going to eventually be having an effect where buyers are being shut out of the market and, and you would expect the number of sales to begin to taper off when prices are rising so rapidly. Going back to 2015, that's really the last year, most recent year, where we had sort of a more normal market. If you look at the last 10, 15 years, again, taking the big picture, how many condos are we typically selling in uh, this time of year? Going back to 2015, 583 condos were sold in the month of May versus 20, sorry, that was 2015. uh, And again, this year, 655. So we're selling a lot more condos than we typically have in years gone past, but not as many as we did in the past couple of years when things were off the charts bananas. So, um, probably just some gravity setting in, as I said, prices, when prices rise 40% in a two year period, then obviously, you know, you're going to see some gravity set in where people are just like, you know what, I, I can't afford to buy anymore. It's, it's just out of reach. So less sales are happening. But interestingly, uh, again, the supply side continues to be the big story. There's, you know, going back, you go again, you go back to 2015, the last sort of normal month of May year that we had, there were 1,932, 1,932 condos available for sale in the month of May, 1932. This month, 2018, how many condos available for sale? 865, 865. Uh, way less than way less than 50 percent uh, of what there were in the last sort of normal year less than what there were last year last year there was 975 uh, to any 16 there were 1584 so from 2015 2016 2017 2018 the trend is sharply going down in terms of number of condos available for sale uh, the supply is very very low after you know, two years of, of very high sales, like there's not much to buy. Everything is, is being bought up, everything is being rented out. Supply is very tight. Supply continues to be um, extremely tight. I, I went back and said, Well, when was the last time that there were this, approximately this many condos available for sale downtown? I had to go back all the way to 2009 to find that there were 839 condos available for sale at this time of year in 2009. So we're in 2018. There's approximately a million more people living in the GTA, a million more bodies, a million more people needing housing living in the GTA than there were the last time we had this many condos available for sale. Like, so we have a million more people, but we have the same number of condos for sale. I mean, the math just doesn't work. What does that tell you? Prices are going to continue to rise if if something dramatically doesn't something doesn't change dramatically. On the supply side of things, we we need way more condos available for people to purchase Um, because we don't. Prices are rising, continuing to rise very rapidly, much more than uh, what has sort of been considered normal over the last 10, 15 years. Maybe this is just the new normal. That is one possibility that the new normal is um, no supply, rapidly rising prices, rapidly rising rents as well as more and more people are priced out of being able to buy a condo. Well, they're going to continue renting or they're going to rent instead of buying. That's going to continue to push the rental prices up as well. Uh, and again, the rental prices are, are rising still at double-digit paces. Now we're, we're pushing almost two years now straight of rental prices rising at double-digit pace. So here's some quick takes from uh, these stats and how I'm interpreting them, what I'm seeing from the market. And as I said in the intro, there's only one thing wrong with the Toronto real estate market right now. There's only one thing sort of preventing it from being a seller's market once again, and that thing is access to credit and mortgages and uh, the ability for people to actually get mortgages to buy. Um, it's, you know, the the mortgage rules and the stress tests and everything have, have just uh, artificially pushed out so many potential buyers from the market, uh, particularly buyers of low-rise homes, which by definition costs more than condos. Um so that is why overall we're still we're seeing the market sitting at 37% instead of, you know, at 47, 57, 67% where it typically would be at this time of year. And that's that's really the, you know, if there's anything wrong with the market, I mean, overall the market's fine. 37%, the market is completely fine. But if you want to say pick be nitpicky about it and say what's wrong with the market, why aren't things uh, you know, going better in an overall sense i would say the only one thing wrong is again access to credit and ability for people to get mortgages um, because of this stress test thing number two uh, observation i want to share with you is just again recapping what we've seen overall there's a balanced market Um, we have struggling pockets like vaughn sorry like not vaughn like uh, york region uh, and we have um, some surging pockets, like the downtown condo market, which again is at seventy-six percent uh, sales to listing. So that's pretty much a similar story of what we've seen in the last few months. So nothing too new there. Uh, the third thing is a big question that that I think is outstanding is what will you know is the market going to change in the months ahead? Well, I think the big question is what happens when the headlines start to change. Um this summer. So up until now, all the headlines have been, you know, everything is down, down, down. The news is bad, bad, bad. And if you're just catching the headlines and hearing people talking about on the water cooler, people are just saying it's sales are down, prices are down overall compared to last year, compared to the crazy highs of last year. But as we know, it was about uh it was the month of May last year where the fair housing plan came in and the whole market took a dramatic turn right so starting in june but more specifically in july and august is when um once we are comparing stats to july and august of 2017 instead of as we've been doing you know february march april of 2017 when the market was at crazy crazy highs things look really bad compared to those months because that was all-time crazy highs but now we're shifting into you know the market is sort of more or less been fairly flat since june july of last year so once the stats start coming out market is flat or hey market is actually prices are up wait a minute you know when the headlines start start reading like that uh prices up sales up um as opposed to all the down 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 news i think we might see a, a shift in the market we might see a sentiment change in the market in the buyer's perception of what's going on and it'll be very interesting i'm i'm very interested to see how that uh how that plays out in the market in the summer months but especially heading into the fall market of september october how's that going to affect um sort of buyer sentiment out there seller sentiment um will more will there be a lot more confidence in the market uh, because of those headlines starting to shift and starting to tell people that prices are actually up, and people start to think, "Whoa, I'm missing out!" Instead of I've been sitting and waiting on the sidelines, waiting for prices to you know continue to go down. People are going some people are gonna say, "Whoa, I am now seeing prices go up. I need to get in quickly." So it'll be interesting to see how things change when the headlines change. And the final point is something that I've been uh, mentioning a lot. I'll probably continue to talk about this especially for condo investors, and that is get ready, brace yourself for the craziest rental market, rental season ever, I believe, coming up in the summer of 2018, in the months of July and August. We are going to see prices in rents that we've never seen before. We're going to see bidding wars for rental condos that we've never seen before, Um and it's just gonna be a perfect storm. If you have a condo that is uh, coming up for occupancy this summer, it's just gonna be a dream summer for you as a, as a landlord to rent out your condo. Um, there's gonna be more demand than ever before, I believe. Always in the summer months, it's always the peak of the rental season. That's when the the new bar is generally set of of sort of new price points are set in buildings. The bidding wars are happening. Um, everybody's, all the students and everything are, are pushing the market to, to uh, its peak um, in those months of uh, July and August in particular. And for August 1st, September 1st in particular, those rental start dates. So we're going to see the craziest rental market ever. Brace yourself. It's going to be nuts. Um, people are going to, you know, you're going to be looking at what stuff is renting for in, in you know, come September and October. You're going to be like, wait a minute, what? I could have, I could have rented this place, you know, back in, uh, back in what are we were recording this podcast in June. So back in June, I could have got this place for 2,100. Now it's 2,300. What happened here? You know, um, prices are going to go up dramatically this summer. It's going to be nuts. More and more people being priced out of being able to buy mortgage credit, not available supply at all time lows. Um, no new rental housing being built pent up demand like it's just a perfect storm there's so many factors leading up to this nobody's really talking about it but um you'll see you'll see it happen uh july and august i think it's it's just going to be crazy so um if you're if you're a tenant if you're a renter you know i wish you good luck and godspeed if you are a landlord um you know it's and you and you're fortunate enough to have a place that you're looking to lease this summer then uh you know, congrats. You're you're going to do very well. And you're going to be uh, pleasantly surprised, I believe, with the rents that you're going to be getting this this summer. Okay, there you have it. That's my take on the market right now as it stands. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you found something useful from it and gained some value from listening. Go ahead and share this with somebody that you know who could benefit from listening to this podcast as well. <laughs> Um, And as always, if you want to support the show, if you want to say thank you to me for putting these episodes out there, if it's made your life better in any way whatsoever, then uh, go ahead and leave a review on iTunes for me. I would very much appreciate that. Leave a rating or review on iTunes. Takes about 30 seconds of your time. Much appreciated. And until next time, happy investing.